welcome to the South Road Boys. <laughs> Fucking yes. Yes. Come on. Fucking pumped. <laughs> How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm good, mate. Tell you what, that bloody big Kev fight up there is. Tell you what, we don't often come in hard, do we? <laughs> well. For now, for now. Okay, I'll change that. We don't often come in <laughs> at 90%. No, because like, you've got not, nowhere else to go. Yeah, like we love coming in at maybe a 20%. Yeah, limp in with a pair of twos yeah. and see where things go. Because then people, I mean, you don't know what kind of mood they're in. They Correct. may have had a shitty day. They may not really be in for it and they've got, and you know what? I'll throw the new episode on. I'll just ease I'll into just it. see what it's like. And then it starts off with... Welcome to the South Road, boys. Nice. How are you, mate? And you're like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's a comfy pair of jeans yeah, that I'll just Exactly. On. I can hang around. Yeah. And before you know it, we've got you putting on some socks. Yep. Then you've changed your shirt into something a little bit louder. Spray something smelly on. Yep. Before you know it. You're hitting the town. <laughs> three quarters of the way through the episode, you're self-piercing. <laughs> you, you've put a paperclip through the nose. You know, you've you gone from staple that- Staple the nipples. <laughs> go, oh, oh, you've gone from that- doldrum stage of, yep. oh, I just can't really be bothered. Yep. Do I will fucking take on anyone. <laughs> exactly. All in the process of just one episode of our podcast. <laughs> Whacking your testicles with an old wooden ruler. <laughs> like you are in. <laughs> Nailing them to a board. <laughs> I mean, but you can't start off there. No. No. You can't. It's a d- start with a fondle, end with a hammering. <laughs> Words to live by, mate. Words to live by. I think that's a Confucius saying, isn't it? Start with a fondle, end with a hammering, the sex book by Troy Barnes. Wow. Sex tips. <laughs> by the South Road Boy. I tell you what, that'll give the Karma Sutra a run for its money, wouldn't it? Oh, definitely. <laughs> they are, um, what will we call, polar opposites. Yeah, I think, look, if I was going to be handing out any advice, any sexual advice, the South Road listeners, um, it would be to the gentle folk. The gentle folk? The boys. Right. Um, be fucking grateful. Just be grateful. <laughs> be grateful. Be, walk up to a mirror, have a look at it, and just be proud and happy and grateful that someone lets you stick their dick inside them and then just be grateful. Uh Rule number one, though. Yes. Always remember rule number one. Don't, don't stick your dick in crazy. crazy. Rule number one's great. Yeah. Uh, but rule number 17 is another <laughs> one to live by. <laughs> right? Never randomly walk up to a girl or, or a boy yes. that you like. Mm. Pull your trousers down yes. and just go, look at it! <laughs> just look at it! But you know what? The repercussions that can come from that moment. Look, it may give you what you want. I tell you what, I think it comes down to environment, really. I mean, I mean I'm thinking I mean, if you're at church on Sunday, yeah. probably you're going to get a different reaction. Uh, gone for dinner with the in-laws? Yeah. <laughs> gone to dinner from the in-laws. You're going to get a different reaction there than if it's three in the morning at the end of Mardi Gras and you're cruising for tail. <laughs> You might get someone who'll go, yeah, fuck off. You know what? You've probably got some people to join you in a chorus. I'll have a look at it. <laughs> look at it. Look, look at look, it. Look, look, look at it. Look at it. Look, look, look Like at a Monty it. Python sketch. Yeah, exactly. Arms are going side to side, so all I linked together. You just need to... Eminem, if Eminem has taught us nothing, you've got to lose yourself to the music the moment you own it. Never let it go. And look at it. And just look at it. Speaking of Eminem... Did you know he's opened a restaurant? Yes. Now, do you... It's, did, do you we, know, did we bring this up recently, briefly last week, or did I have a conversation about this with someone, maybe even you? It was me. It was Saturday. Because we're eating food. Because we're eating food. There you go. Because we celebrated your birthday. We did. Now, hmm. if you were Eminem, right, <laughs> and you were chocolate going... Chocolate-covered goodness. Chocolate-covered goodness that he is. Mm. Milk chocolate. Mm. <laughs> What type of restaurant do you think perhaps the biggest white name in rap music has ever produced? What type of restaurant, like to fit that bad boy eight mile image, what are you type of restaurant do you think he's making so or, or, or owning or running or whatever? With the money he's got, because mm. he's done okay. The millions. Yeah, he's done okay. You would think he'd open up something which is just nice and tip-top, like Gorgs or the rest of it, but... Oh, high-end. Yep. But... Okay, like a French patisserie sort of thing. Maybe not French, but mm. something that's good quality. 
Because he, he does tend to hold himself in a bit of higher regard these days. Because yeah, he's, he's still, a gazillionaire. He's still from the Motor City. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. For his brand, mm, he really wants to have a full-on like, Waffle House kind of chain. Yeah, or going dirty, on. dirty, filthy burgers. Yeah, like something where you walk in, you know, you kind of sit at the booth. Mm. And and you may be on like a, a round seat, maybe at the bar, whichever way you're going to go. Something welded. Yeah, and it's something where you can look around and you've got people in hoodies and, you know, there's a jukebox with only M&M on it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> maybe, expecting maybe some sort of Maybe a bit of, of D12. Yeah, I'm expecting some sort of industrial feel to it, though. Yeah. Like lots of welded things and parts of, I mean, Detroit is the motor city, so you'd have parts of cars that, you know, where they convert... The, the back end of a car into a couch yep. and all that kind of stuff. That's what I'm thinking. So you're thinking theme it up a little bit? Not theme it up, but just play it up. Right, eh? You know, really play on that, de- lean into that Detroitness of it all. Sort of that that dirty rap vibe that he portrayed yeah. in I mean, Would Mile. you then call the restaurant mmm and mmm? Oh, fuck, that is gold. That is gold. Hmm. Like, or seven and a half mile, not quite there. <laughs> Keep going. Just, just up the block. Keep going. You'll half get a, there. You're half a block away. <laughs> uh, what is it called? More, kind of, more the point, what kind of restaurant is Is it a restaurant? Well, it's got drive through. Okay, but, so uh, I believe if KFC is a restaurant with drive through, then. Look, they are calling it a restaurant. Right. Um, it opened on Wednesday last week, and the 48 year old rapper called his restaurant. Mum's spaghetti. Mum's spaghetti. M. So is it a pasta joint? Spaghetti. Is it meant to be based on the fact that his mum had a great spaghetti or he remembers it as a big thing when he was younger or. Has limited seating. Now, he's only won 15 Grammys. So, you know. He's not even trying. Not even trying. Uh, He's got 22.5 million followers. On the socials, but the uh, the menu was the thing that um, that baffled me. I think there's about eight items. Right, limited selection. I don't mind that. And it's all so spaghetti, spaghetti okay. and meatballs, spaghetti and meatball sub, spaghetti sub, spaghetti, spaghetti. So there's a bit about getty going on. <laughs> it's a, it's all about biscotti. <laughs> is there, is there a ghetto getty? There's not. Oh, Opportunity missed. He's so off brand. So he's I. I think he's. I don't think this is on brand. Because imagine you know, eating pasta down in the ghetto. <laughs> Elvis? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only oh, ghetto thing I can think in of. In the ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> Can't believe he's fucking started a spaghetti restaurant called Mum's Spaghetti. Mm. I if, if more I, the point. I also can't believe he's the same age as us. Yeah, but the thing the 48 is, forty eight club. If I remember, I'm forty seven. Fuck you very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you let me slip that one through there. If I, that's what she said. If <laughs> I remember the movie that well, I'm not sure his relationship with his mum was that great. It didn't seem to be. No. So, and he hasn't been the most amazing parental figure himself over the time. No, that's, and that she's twenty five now. now but, I think. I know. That makes me feel old. That's oh, just bizarre. I mean, Stan. Stan. I mean, he didn't have a good life. Oh, fuck. That's a, <laughs> that is song. a very, very stark song. Dark song. I love it, though. Mm. Good track. So, I think he might actually... Oh, it appears that Mama's oh. Spaghetti is actually a uh, a song. Oh, really? One yeah. of his songs? One or? of his songs from 2014 or something. So, there you go. On one of the Forgotten Albums. Oh, it's a line from Lose Yourself. Ah. Don't dun, remember dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. Hang on. Let me have a look and see whether <laughs> or not. You can't help it. Oh, here we go. Because you do reproduce lines from that song on a regular basis. There's vomit on my sweaty already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready. Okay. To drop the bombs he keeps on forgetting. So yeah. that means then that what we need to do... You and I. Is whatever you spill find on your a, shirt. No, but find a line. Yes. In one of our podcasts. <laughs> All two And we just name episodes. a restaurant after it. Why not? A fast food joint. Pavlova. A franchise. <laughs> well, we tried that. <laughs> tried the strapita. Mm. Can yeah. I just say that, speaking of the plovers, mm. the birds that I don't have a lot of joy for. No. I've basically got two pet ones that hang out the front now. <laughs> like, it's just gotten ridiculous. I've trained them. 
They just cruise <laughs> around on the lawn. They get a few grubs out. They look at me. They don't even take any notice anymore. <laughs> they just do their thing. They're ambivalent to you. <laughs> I'll, st- I'll stand out the front and I'll even talk to him and say, Plover, what are you doing? And he just looks at me. Grabs a worm, fucks it off, shows me his ass, walks over there, grabs another worm. <laughs> like, why are you even here? What are you even Doesn't doing? even look at me the second time. Oh. It's like, you're in my place now. That's what the plover says. <laughs> you're in my place now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking plover. Okay, so, oh, here we go. I've got the I've got the menu. Oh, righto. Here we go. Fire it at me, Joe. Mm, is there only one open, or is he open like a franchise straight up, or is he just one? It looks like it's only one, and it's 12, okay. 12 bucks for spaghetti. That'd be expensive um, in the States. I think it is, yeah. And that's probably, what, a, a fucking $20 spaghetti meal? Yeah. Australian? Actually, I thought they were going to give me the, here we go, spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs, spaghetti with uh, vegan balls, uh, <laughs> spaghetti sandwich, soft drink and water. That's fucking it. And can I just point, a spaghetti one, two, sandwich three, in the States four. will be a spaghetti burger. Yeah, pretty much. Because they would call be their Macca's burgers are actually sandwiches. Yeah, it's just oh, insane. You Americans, you confuse everything. Why do spaghetti, you put an extra you in your words? <laughs> and spaghetti with vegan meatballs and a spaghetti sandwich. Like five items. A That's vegan it. meatball. Yeah. It's called a vegan ball. <laughs> just vegan balls. <laughs> Yeah, why would you? Why would you put meat in something that's for vegans? I know. I find this really bizarre. There's been a big thing about that again on the socials lately, where uh, they're marketing a lot. Look, because vegan products are a lot bigger now than what they were even and five years ago. Tastier. Yeah, hell of it. They've certainly come. They've come to the market. Yeah, they, they've filled a gap in the market that is there, mm. and they've made it more acceptable to people also that aren't vegan. Yeah, so absolutely. if someone makes a vegan meal, someone who isn't vegan will probably still go. You know what? That's actually quite tasty. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, it's not like let's go to a steakhouse. Oh, you're the vegan. You can have the salad. Yeah, it's like oh, we'll go to a restaurant. Oh, it's a vegan restaurant. I don't know if I'm going to eat anything here. Oh shit, they've got forty menu items. Yeah, yeah I can have something. Give that off a this. run, definitely. But what they do in the supermarkets now is they package most of the vegan products, like the vegan um, substitute products, mm. but they still call it. Uh, meat, so it'll still be a hamburger or a sausage or a bacon or a um, bacon or um, or they'll still call it say vegan mince or like I don't understand because it's like they're trying to market to the meat eaters, mm. not market to the market to the non meat eaters. Correct. Because if I'm someone who I'm disgusted by the thought that you're going to go and kill an animal, slice it up, cook it, and put it in front of me, ethical. Vegan. I don't want to buy a packet then that says meat. No. You wouldn't think so. And I don't but I'm to... not a vegan. And I mean, who am I to talk about how fucked up vegans are? Correct. <laughs> but then also making the product look like meat. Yeah, that even. I mean, once again, does that defeat the purpose? Yeah, because non-meat eaters, well, meat eaters probably won't go for it. Vegans are looking for it. Why not just market to the vegans? Yeah. Like... Vegan burger. That's all you need to say. Yep. See, this is why I wonder whether, and this hasn't been mentioned, but I wonder whether it's a subtle way of trying to get meat eaters to eat that product uh, is what they're okay. actually trying to do. Well, that's why they made it. I think they called it the Impossible Burger. Well, explain it, the Impossible Burger. Well, the Impossible Burger is a, a 100% plant-based burger, but under scrutiny... I think it was a very large proportion, and I'm going to make up a statistic, something like 80%. We would never make up a stack, Joe. I just did. Um, but it was a, a significant proportion of blind taste tests couldn't tell that it wasn't meat. Really? Like they tasted and went, yeah, fucking, that's that's on point. Because I think one of the, the difficulties they have with making a, a burger that looks and resembles a meat burger is texture. Yeah, okay. Texture is yep. the, the hardest sense. thing. I think that flavouring, I think they can nail, but I think it's the texture that gets most slightly unstuck. Well, even uh, like tonight for dinner, mm. I um, cooked up a heap of veggies and I had a couple of hamburgers with it, mm-hmm. and they were chicken hamburgers. So almost vegan. So almost <laughs> halfway to vegan. Halfway vegan. <laughs> um, but once again, the texture, though, was different. Mm. It wasn't like a normal beef burger. No. Like you could tell, oh, it was tasty, don't get me wrong, I fucking love a good chicken. Oh, who doesn't? Um, but it wasn't the same. No. So I can imagine, if you're making a burger out of fucking kale and seaweed, 
Yeah. It's not going to taste like a cow's ass. No. <laughs> or any part of the cow, probably. <laughs> the ass is pretty good, though. Mmm, it's rumpelicious. <laughs> right near the sphincter, very tender. <laughs> Just the way it puckers. <laughs> Strangely enough, when you bite it in the packet, it's a slighter shade of brown. Yeah. Mm, but don't know why that is. Speaking of chickens. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot about this. I would have completely <laughs> forgotten about it. I found out about this at your birthday breakfast, and oh my God, tell the story, John. I'm shutting up now. I am oh. <laughs> literally... <laughs> Oh. I would suggest one more death away from being a serial killer. You're like the Dexter of chicken farmers. It's just damn. So we had another. I've got to step back from the mic a bit because I'm just going, I'm excited. We had another chicken. I think this one was called Perry Perry. I'm not sure. I love that name for a chicken. It's, it was one of the girls. And I'm not saying that girls are insignificant. We just have. All of them girls, we only have one boy because more than one rooster is a big cockfight and they do make a lot of noise and the girls don't like it. So we got to look after the girls and the girls are all of a similar breed. So they I thought do... you were going to say similar build and I'm thinking, oh, you're treading a <laughs> no, no. very fine line. They're, they're, they're all eyes of browns or something similar to that. So they kind of look very similar. Um, the kids can tell them apart, but fucking it's a chook. I don't. What about the, do you have any eyes of blues? No. No? Um, no eyes of reds? <laughs> no, we have a man eyes though. <laughs> anyway, so this chook was very poorly <laughs> and had been very poorly for a couple of days. How do you explain poorly in a chicken? Like what, how do you, could you tell it was poorly? Oh, uh, head not where looking like constantly on the ground or. Was it possibly know, just a bit depressed? Possibly, but I mean, you was know, it just we walk around going, and gave it a know, cuddle. You know what? I just don't want to do them in my life. I lay a few eggs. My life doesn't change. I go in that place and I do that and I come here and I do the same thing over and over again. My life is shit. Wow. And that's why he was just looking down at the ground. Stone wall. Thinking, why? why? Why me? Stella? Why couldn't I be a different animal? Anyway, chickens don't generally lay on their backs either. And this chicken was. I was trying something different. That's yeah. why I was in a rut. <laughs> I'm going to lay back. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can enjoy of life. Australia. And look at it look around thinking... Where's Joe? Get has a new he got pers- a banana lounge somewhere I can borrow it? Nope, hasn't got any. Just, I'll just lay back. Just trying to get a new perspective yep. on life. And all the other chickens are thinking, you know what, I wish we'd tried that. That looks amazing. Perry yeah. Perry, how'd you come up with that? <laughs> I sort of it. It wasn't easy. <laughs> but anyway, look, you tell your side of the story. I'm just so saying it might and, have been different. Me and the boy went out and we had a look at Perry <gasps> You're Perry. You're training your son to no, kill? No, 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 because Jake is our chook whisperer. Right. And he's the one who's going to get more emotionally attached he's to any chicken. going, don't lay on your back. <laughs> get, back get, up. get up. Get up. It's like, it's like when you're watching a, a, a movie about like a Rocky or someone else. Yeah. Where, you know, you got the wife or the trainer saying, get up, Rock. Get up. And it's like, one, two, three, get up, Rock. Come on. Perry, Perry, get up. Anyway, so Jakey boy and I went out there and, and Jake knew that Perry, Perry was not feeling well before he went away for two days and he came back and fuck anyway so I said to my wife well let's go out and have a look at this chook before we have dinner because I'm not going to be able to do anything after dinner because that's going to be horrible why couldn't you do it after dinner Jack? oh what just you, my fucking appetite because I'm sensitive because you got a full stomach no yes you can't, and we you had can't my, kill after a meal I, I don't like to kill on a full stomach <laughs> <laughs> it's like going swimming. Exactly. You shouldn't kill just... 30 minutes after you've no. eaten. You'll get stitch. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> anyway, so oh. me and the boy have wandered out. Perry Perry's not well. And Jake's looked at me. He's going, I think it's, I think, yeah, she's not good, Dad. Can't I think we're going to have to. disregarded mental health of chickens and just <laughs> chook mental health week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get over, you know, like take your chicken down to KFC, have a burger. Yeah, it's well, you right. know, they did. A, they did a big fundraiser at Chicken Feed. <laughs> Didn't raise very much. Though. No, it's gone now. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so they raised shitloads. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided that this was it for Perry Perry. She was not well, and she was in pain. So Dad needed to fix her up. So we gave her a cuddle and we told her we loved her and we thanked her for her eggs and all that kind of stuff because that's what we do. And Jake was not going to watch. And that's fine. That's cool. I get that. He's only nine. So at some point in time, if this happens in the future, he might. But I'm not going to force that upon him. But Charles, I mean, we also don't live in a 
like a full-on farmy society. No. Where, you know, we're involved in the killing of animals as a normal part of life. No, that's certainly not So there's nothing way. wrong with having a softer side in that regard. No, and, and it's certainly not something... Eat the that, fuck out of them. Oh, yeah, but not Just the ones that we grow. Don't actually kill them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I went and got the, the axe. The next to grind. And, no, I'd already ground that axe. It was fucking sharp. And um, so I, I dispatched with Perry Perry. And Did you use the same block? No, different block. Different block. I burned, um, I burned the block. Who was a, who was our first wonky chicken? <laughs> um, no, Rex is the one with Freddy. Freddy, that's right. Freddy. Freddy. No, poor you, Fred. Poor Freddy. Oh, I hope he's in a better place. He is. Yeah. He is. Anyway, so um, we decided that... Uh, fuck. We'd gone in and seen the chook, and I said, look, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to dispatch with it. And dinner was ready, and I just sat down <laughs> and looked at my dinner, and we just went, oh, fuck, I can't. And my wife's going, are you for cereal? Like, I said, I'm just sensitive, that's all. She goes, but I'm going, don't let the beard fool you. Like, I'm not an animal. And she's, The beard does change the man. It does, but not that much. So I think... Well, Mountain Man Joe, he's thing, got a beard now and he's capable now of killing chickens. Yeah, I said, I'm not some sort of bloody, you know wild, woolly bushman who can just fucking kill everything. She goes, yeah, but I'd like somewhere in the middle. I've got... What's, what does, What clarifies or classifies as somewhere in the middle? Well, my offence happened of, fucking what do you mean? Am I at the lower end of the spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> I figured I was probably more in the middle by the simple fact that I was willing to go and True, the fact that she's saying life. that you're not in the middle means you are down low. <laughs> I am the yeah, wimpy point. Because you're not the top end of it, because you're not saying, I've got to go kill the chicken. She's not I saying, want to. She's not saying, calm down. Yeah, let me film it. <laughs> let me Facebook Live this shit. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not that guy. <laughs> oh, look, you, if I put my finger up its ass, you can see its eyes bug out. Uh, make sure like, you put it on a really good filter, too. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not that guy. Play some Marilyn Manson in the background. <laughs> We're all stars now in the dope show. <laughs> like the, the beautiful chickens, the beautiful chickens. chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Tainted oh. love. <laughs> Don't cut me now. I cannot oh. stand the way you bark me. Because <laughs> I bark you, I bark you so. <laughs> I'm going to pack my feathers and go. <laughs> I can move on with the story. For oh. anyone who hasn't seen Marilyn Manson's version of Tainted Love, oh. fucking do yourself a favour. <laughs> do yourself a favour. One of his best. Not his song, oh. but one of his best. So, Tainted <laughs> Love. <laughs> anyway. so Perry Perry. Perry Perry. Oh, it took her out. <laughs> Is that you sound like a hitman? Yeah, I know. Took her out. It took two swings. The first oh, one went. No. no, I think the first one was enough, but there was just a little bit hanging on, so I had to whack again just to make sure I fucking got rid of that. Head. See now the hairy buddy Bushman's coming out. Yeah, I re- well, because I didn't want her to feel anything like at all, as fucking terrified as she might have been. Um, unfortunately, in the time that it took me to go and get the axe, grab the chook, grab the log of wood. Do all that shit. My daughter had found herself in trouble with my wife. Oh, I thought you meant she'd come out and done the job. <laughs> in her pants. She's just twist and pull, Dad, twist and pull. Anyway, so... It's just like disconnected a couple of blocks of Lego. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bludged to death with a Barbie doll. Anyway, so she'd found herself in trouble. And as you know, in our house, if you find yourself in trouble, the consequence in our house during the warmer months is you have to go outside and pull five weeds. Oh, that's right. That my, rule. My daughter had made the mistake of going out the back instead of out the front. Oh. So there she sees me walking along with a headless chicken. <laughs> blood. Feathers still slightly flapping and blood still coming out. Oh, so lovely. So she starts wailing like she's at the wailing wall in Jerusalem. And you're just like, pull your fucking weeds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I started wha- up. I, wha- I whacked her once with a bloody chook and said, "Pull your bloody weeds." And, and that's good parenting. Yeah, and if you that's what it's all carry about. on with it, it'll be bloody ten. <laughs> anyway, and I'll grab another chicken. Yeah, 
<laughs> don't think that I won't. <laughs> Oh, so there you God, go, mate. That is I, so not how it would have played out. I do feel like I'm, you know. How one, many chickens have you got left? Uh, well, we've had because you know, um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But things that die, there is a rebirthing. Mm-hmm. So we believe that Perry Perry, before she got poorly, had a bit of bum chicka bark bark with <laughs> sexy Rexy, um, <laughs> and we now have five little chicky chicks. In our house. Oh, nice. There's a bit of chick porn going on. Chick, 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 chick. So we've got five little chicks that are living inside still. They'll be inside for another week and then they'll head out to the hen house. She is, or he is going in there, chick, chick, boom. Yeah, chick, chick, <laughs> catch me up outside. <laughs> catch me up outside, yeah. So um, Rex has been doing his job like a bloody champion. And I tell you what, doesn't he look proud for it though? He is the cock of the walk, literally and figuratively. He's loving life. <laughs> He's getting tail left, right, and centre. He's a 50 cent is. Of, of that coop. There's all my bitches. <laughs> exactly. So he is Get an egg up life. in you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the bitches. Yeah, so well we... laid. <laughs> Where's my chick at? Where's, Where's my, my chick at? at? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we need to release a chicken album. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to listen to that? <laughs> oh So there you god. go, mate. Um we've got five new chicks, they'll be coming along. How many chickens have you got at the moment though? I mean Um four girls left plus Rex and then the five new ones. So right, nine all up. And the new ones are a bit plus Rex. They're a bit LED, don't they? Oh, just a smidge, yeah. mate. Sixteen weeks. Right. Maybe on a kebab. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're a bit more quail size at the moment, right. so probably not a lot of meat on. Fair enough. Okay. Probably not worthy. Yeah. Not. You're not worthy. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. That's that. Murderous. It was a. It was a tough day, but, but. I had. Obviously, you know, I had my birthday, and you came over. Yes. That, and it was very was much appreciated. It was a lovely brunch at Mother's. Almost bordering on fucking lunch. Um, can but, I just point out, though, can we quickly describe the cake? Because the cake oh, was essential to the excitement of the day. I love brunch, breakfast. I think it's one of my favourite. It was even a late brunch. Like, it wasn't yeah, even a brunch. It was, it was 11. Like, it was, it was 11. Yeah. We were like hobbits. <laughs> we were. Yeah. Um, but my sister had made me a birthday cake, which was purely a massive stack of pancakes. Yeah. Oh, Maple fuck, syrup and good. butter. So good. Take a pancake off, put it on the plate, add some strawberries, some blueberries, put a bit of maple syrup over it. Done. And oh my golly gosh. I didn't feel hungry until later, like eight o'clock that night. Uh, I didn't have anything till dinner. Yeah. And it wasn't like we ate a heap. It was just nice. And it was late. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it as well. But the next day, Mr. Barnes, I'm going to show you a picture graph that I have taken. A picture graph. A picture graph. Right. Because as you know, um, I am about to embark, because you brought over your swag for I did. me to borrow. Now, the reason why you brought over your swag is because I'm heading off with my son. And your woggle. And my woggle <laughs> to Cubberree, which is a meeting of the Cub Scouts of Tasmania, massive Cub Scouts camp. And I'm going down as an adult helper. Is that like a version of Jamboree? Exactly right. it used to be called once? Uh, Jamboree, I think, is for scouts. Right. Cubberies for cubs. I remember the name, but that was from way back in the past. Back in the day. But pre-chicken, pre-peri-peri. Pre-peri-peri. <laughs> but one of the things that they wanted to do before I went away was I needed to be obviously vetted, which you helped with, which was great. Yep. But bearded. Bearded. Well, no, that wasn't a requirement. That's okay, right. actually a bit more creepier than what you think. <laughs> um, right. But what they did ask is that I be invested. Right. So an investment is a ceremony. In which you are inducted to one of the six. Oh, really? Where you number, I was the number six million and one, probably not that exact number, Scouts Cubs worldwide. And so I got invested on Sunday. Do you get a membership cap with your number on the side like you do when you're like a member of a footy club? No, but I no? do get a shirt. And on that shirt, I have the Australian flag. So anyone who sees me knows that I'm an Australian Cub Scout. Mm-hmm. And then on that, there is a. Um, what is it? Must be Leaven? No, Tasmania, I think there's one. Okay. There's a Tasmania one. And there's a Leaven, which is the district that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And then on my arm, I have Turner's Beach. 
so everyone can see that I am Cub Scouts, Australia, Tasmania, leaving fucking Turner's Beach. They can... It's like a pecking order. Well, if you ever want to find... (laughs) If if I'm in a line-up, (laughs) they're going to be able to know where I came from. And so when... And everyone's like, why is he leaving Turner's Beach? So he didn't like it. (laughs) So, but when you when you get that, they they try and get as many of the cubs as around as you can. This was eleven thirty on a Sunday, and they bash the shit so, out of you. Exactly, it's a hazy. <laughs> they all get pillowcases with rocks in them and just whack the fuck out of you. Um, and so I rocked up, and they put the call out, and half a dozen of little cubs rocked up in their uniforms to invest me, which was great. And they said, "Where do you want to be invested?" And I said, "Well, fucking why? Why I don't care?" And they said, "No, you choose." And I went, "Well, there's a playground over there, and in that playground is a boat." How about we do it there? Cool. And they've gone out and they've put a tarp down first. <laughs> just so they can Dex- clean up all the blood. Dexter style. <laughs> and so um, so they did. My son held the, the Scouts flag, mm-hmm. which I had to put my hand on. And there you go, mate. That is a photo of me being invested. Oh, that's very cool. As a Cub Scout. And here we go. On my honour. Look at you being all adulty and I, official. I promised to do my best. Cubbing scouting. And um I How come in- so how come your top is I think looks like a navy blue, maybe is it? Mm-hmm. And there's other ones that are dual colour. Well, the kids get the dual colour. As you can see, the other adult there, she's got a scarf on, that's why you can see oh, the yellow logo going on there too. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But hers is all blue as well. So right. that identifies me as not a cub or a scout or a rover or whatever just as an adult helper right? Yep. or a leader. That's the leader's top, so I don't get any branding. Like Did you have to tie any knots or anything as part of no, this? No, I learn all that. That'll be right. taught to me. This is just me being okay. so, you, so you didn't even need to be, like when you get your L's, for instance, you need to have a, uh, a bit of a, I'll just say, a knowledge of the road rules. Yeah. Did you need a knowledge of knots and so forth? No. Right, okay. No, no, they just... So they to... might find that you get in there and you'll get shit. Yeah, pretty much. All I needed so, was a working with children's check and be vetted by Tasmanian Scouting and I was in. Yep, yeah, cool. So they might have a situation where it's like, can we get, bring a couple of kids over to help Joe tie <laughs> Does a knot? Not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's going to help Joe put up this swag? <laughs> Who's got YouTube? <laughs> um, so I did that and that was fantastic. Yeah, but I learned cool. something. Now, I always thought it was a bit bizarre that the Cubs, when they shake hands, or the Scouts, when they shake hands, they shake left-handed. I I'm didn't know thinking, that. that's a bit odd. And I thought it was a bit, you know, we're trying to be cool and hip and whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently not. Apparently the person who founded Scouting Worldwide... Only had one arm. You only had a left... No, no. no. Ah. Went and met some... African Zulu who warriors. Who only had one arm. Who had both arms. Really? This is really confusing. But mate. the tradition in the tribe was instead of lowering your spear to shake hands, you lowered your shield to shake hands. Because oh. you were lowering your defences, saying, I'm not threatened by you. That's a cool story. But I can still fucking kill you with my spear. Yeah. Shake my hand or you're dead, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't mention why we, we still kept the spear, but uh, that's the theory and that's the thing. And so there you go. I am now a fully invested member oh, of the no. Tasmanian Cub Scouts worldwide shenanigans. You're part of the cult. Yeah, one of us, one of mm. us. I would um. So there you go. That's going to be a, a really, really cool thing to do with your boy, though. It, oh, and Ella, she's a scout, so if she That's goes That's what I forget camp, that she's... Well, she had the woggle. Fuck right, she did. So yeah. she's in scouts, I and forget if she the goes fact off... That, see, here's the other thing. I brought this up a while back. Mm. Boys can't be girl guides, can they? Have they changed that because guides? There is guides, um, and I believe that is still girls only. Okay. Um, but scouting is both. I suppose you could... You know, in the world we live in, you could bring the argument forward that... Boys have had this amount of domain for ages. Girls yes. have only had this amount. So mm. we're still keeping that amount for now. And sometimes mm. girls just need a safe space. Yeah. Where, but it would be a perfect scenario to just call it guides which is, down the track at which, some stage. I think they just do call it guides. Okay. I don't think they call it girl guides because, you know, you don't need to put a gender to it. But mm. um, I think they just call, call guides. Mm. And I'm not sure. Look, I don't know. They may or may not accept. It would be. Once again, I don't know. I was never a guide. Hmm. Um, but I'd assume it would be a very similar sort of scenario, wouldn't it, in, the, it is. in what they do? Well, we've got guides coming to this camp. Yep. Um, so they'll they'll come and join us. And I'm, I'm not sure what age group it is. I think it's up to 14 or something like that. Doesn't matter, mate. You can be 60. If you're wearing a woggle, you're in. Fucking <laughs> <No. laughs> 
It's all you need. I tell you what, you'd be surprised the amount of politicians who on National Cub Scouts Day front up to Parliament in their fucking scarf and woggle. Well, so many people have gone through that process. I even know when I was a kid, I was a cub. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember we used to, there was some huts and stuff we stayed in and we used to do the knot stuff and I remember I used to have ropes at home and you'd practice in knots. <laughs> I never fucking clue how to you do any do of it now. You still do it your bedroom, you still do it now. <laughs> I know, you can see his clips now. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Handcuffs, clips, <laughs> ratchet straps, whatever you get your hands on, zip ties. Yeah, I mean, if my knowledge was better, um, that other one wouldn't have been tied in there for probably six months. Exactly. I can't get it undone, Joe. <laughs> well, doing it up, doing it up's not the problem. It's, it really is the undoing. Shut up up there! <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you something to eat soon. Uh, um, so there you go. Six million scouts worldwide, apparently. Six million. Six million and one now. Um, before we go any further, though, <sighs> you're really gonna you're gonna whip it out straight away, aren't you? What do you want? Have you got something? Like, well, I like them. I, I, look, I've got something to, to to start on, to harp on about, to mention. Mm. But we're, we're only just over halfway through, so we've got plenty of time. So if you want to whip it out now. Well, you haven't mentioned the beard as much as I thought you should. Well, no, I haven't, because there was a little bit of beard mention. It's pretty good. There was the fact that it's it? now synonymous with a serial S- chicken killer. Synonymous. Yeah, I'll so. say the word for you. I got it the second time. Did you? Yeah. It was just, initially, it was synonymous, like like hippopotamus. Yeah, hippopotamus. Uh, synonymous yes. with uh, chicken serial killers. Mm. Uh, but look, it's it's more the moustache. That's the thing that's got me. That's I'm surprised glorious. how much depth that has got. And it's to the point where if I don't brush it to the side... It does go past the lip line. Oh, there you go. Mm. I'm, I'm frightened though by one thing. <laughs> I'm frightened waking by waking up without your penis. <laughs> I'm frightened though by two, two things. things. <laughs> How it's going to look when you get rid of the beard and just have the moustache and the flavour saver. Mm. I'm concerned how that's going to look, and where it's all darkened as well, because mm. it's not just staying this gorgeous salt and paprika that you see before you. It's going to be quite dark, if not black. It's going to be far better, though, mm. than having to put on a stick-on version for... Because I would assume if you're putting on a prosthetic moustache mm. for the gig when mm. you tread the boards in a lower low, yes. uh, that there would be that concern all the time of it possibly being a bit loose or coming off or... Whereas no, you won't have to worry a, about that now. They use a two-pack epoxy. Oh, do they? <laughs> <laughs> and staples. It's never coming off. Right. Yeah. Good. So. Uh, but I will get into my uh, 1990, Time for the Guru, Student Diaries. Glorious Diary. This is as thick as a dick today because- um, Really? Is it really? We have the quiz to start October with, mm-hmm. and it is also my birthday week. So there are oh, wow. quite a lot of- Is that a photo I see there? It, well, let's just don't fucking- I'm right. not bury the lead. Right. All right, let's go. October's caricature is, as we said last week, Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, someone says sucks, and the other one says doesn't look like him. Doesn't okay. look like him? What do you reckon? Oh, Young Guy Pierce. Yeah, it does. Looks a bit like Guy Pierce joined um, Bros. Yeah, or, <laughs> I think it's the same artist. Bros, Bros. of the month. Um, all right. And then... <laughs> Something written. <laughs> That's well, it. Not even a line, just a word. No, well, because the thing is, um, the next one's written in Tipex, and I don't know whether or not you're aware of it, but white Tipex on white paper is not easy to read. Something. <laughs> uh, something. Trying to get this shine on the page. Bedfix. I don't know. Anyway, last book I read. Oh, this is not my handwriting, by the way. Of course it's not. This diary. Favorite author. Someone who fucking didn't know me. Joe Mathers. There's only one of me. Not two. <laughs> Joe May the. You're pluralized. Nice. Yes. Um, favorite poet? Shakespeare. It's probably the only one you could think of. Favorite artist? Kevin. Um, Would that be the Wilson? No. Kevin, no. Kevin. Um, Kevin Lyle. Okay. Which I believe is the author. Right. We used to sit next to each other. Fair enough. Mm. <laughs> what major illness did you last have? Oh. Perforated erectectomy. I don't even know what that is. Sounds painful. Mm. Uh, do you think you're a logical 
Do you think you're a logical kind of cove? What? I agree that sentiment. What? Uh, what is the most boring thing known in the universe? English with Mr. Knob. Um, <laughs> with Mr. Rob. Sorry. Are you a snappy dresser? No. What are you wearing at this moment? Jeans and a mega death top. Oh, I think this was Sean Charm. I like it. You can picture the comments to the people. Yes. Uh, what are you going to call your autobiography? Not writing one. Favorite record of the month? MC Hammer's record. Oh, well, you can't touch that. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> uh, least favorite record of the month? Michael. It looks like Jones. I don't know who that is. It's not Jackson, though. Anyway, right, here we go. Can I say that while you're in the midst of that, you know one thing that's starting to really annoy me? No, <laughs> tell me. When someone does something first, mm. it's kind of a bit groundbreaking or it might be a bit funny or it might stand out. Mm. I thought, that's clever. Yes. But then if you keep copying it, it just becomes old hat and it's like, really, dude? Mm. Like for the first person um, time they had a book and I've got one up there, it might be, um, when they first used fucking a book title. Yes. That they just kind of blotted out. Oh, yes, like an asterisk. Yeah, or something I can't remember. Like I've got a couple up there, and it's like, you know, um, something like, um, why should you give a fuck? Or who mm. gives a fuck about blah, 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 or whatever. And yes. it's meant to be kind of motivational, whatever else. Of course. But they're still doing these kind of things now. Different ones are coming out. And mm. like there was one, um, I saw it in the bookshop the other day, where it's why you should give a fuck about farming, but the fuck is kind of covered over with vegetables. Right. And it's like, it was cool. You know, like five, six years ago when someone did it first, you mm. stood out and thought, wow, that's brave to do that, but it stands out and it works. Yes. Now it's just like, oh, come on, dude. Like, it's not funny. Like, it doesn't stand it's out not now. Clever. There's no impact. It's not clever. Not original. So, you know what? For all the people out there writing books and all the publishers listening to this, I'm certain there's many. Mm. Just come up with something new. Okay. No one cares now. <laughs> I just, it's not groundbreaking. You don't look at it and go, oh, I better check that out. You look at it and go, well, really? You've done that too. Yeah, fair enough. Copycat arseholes. Just, I won't look at it. <laughs> All right, then. Moving back to the diary. Back to the diary. Thank you for that. Um, I had a meeting on October the 1st, uh, which was the first top 10 was published, I'm assuming music, uh, in 1954. I had a meeting in the library for Mr. Keane. Take the guide, um, and I needed to get my Doug Anthony All Stars tape for Sean. I had a quote in here that great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds oh, by like it. Albert Einstein. I like it. Now, I share my birthday, Rocktober the 2nd, with also one of my first girlfriends. Do you really? She is the older woman by a few hours. We were born in the same hospital on the same day in the same year. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. Happy birthday, Tracy French, for um, the second. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, Corey Fieldman, Tom Cruise, and Johnny Depp. Anyhow, happy birthday. Uh, Joe was born on this day 82 years ago. <laughs> I, can, I don't think so. And this was a while back. Yeah. This was 1990. Um, Tiffany was also born on the 2nd of October, oh, was 1971. Mm-hmm. Chubby Checker was born in 1941 on the 3rd. Rule number one. Oh, oh, rule number one. <laughs> rule number one. <laughs> rule number one's back there. What do you think? In, what do you think? In, what do you think was rule number one on the third Don't stick of your dick in crazy. No. That's rule number one, no. though. I use it all the time. A bird is safer in the hand than over the head. <laughs> oh, this is terrible timing, Joe. That's not bad, though. <laughs> True, but. Safer for you or the bird. (laughs) They knew back then that you were going to be a chicken killer. Mm. They could see it in your eyes even then in 1990. (laughs) Time for the guru. Um, Janis Joplin dies in 1970 on the 4th of October. Uh, Oh, apparently on the 5th of October. Kylie loves Sean. And it was Kylie Midson's birthday. Her sweet 16. Mm. On the same day as Guy Pearce was born in 1967. Oh, Mitzi. Mm. Oh, you... Oh, shit, son. I don't oh. know what happened here, but fucking hell. I, Joe, This is one may, of those things. Are you building it up and it's not going to be that exciting? You do this. Joe, you may press me any day, my love. Good, sexy, suitable... Oh, fuck. So someone, and it may have been me... Sounds like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> ...has cut something out of Dolly magazine. Okay. 
and it is a model. Unfortunately, right. the model's name is not present. Otherwise, we'd look her up and see what she's did now. But fucking 1990, oh, cute. a bit of a gander at that, thank you very much. You need a moment alone with it? Take note of the T-shirt, though, or the shirt. That's, I think, skulls and crossbones. Yeah. Can't, I don't know who it is, though. No. I wasn't reading Dolly mm. a lot back in 1990. No. But someone's written next to the comment of this black and white photo... Uh, you may press me any day, my love. Good, sexy, suitable, pleasing. Yes, impressive. That's That was dirty talk back then that in the 90s. I want to give was... you some good, suitable, sexy, pleasing. Yes. And the women would just go, take me back to your room. I honestly <laughs> believe that that was Kevin who wrote that. So there you go, mate. That's the end of the diary. I can't give you what happened on the 6th or 7th of October because it was covered, covered up by, by the, the dolly. Well, probably wasn't exciting. Probably was not. And uh, there you go. That's it for the diary for this month. Or this week, sorry. Fuck, not this month. We've got heaps to go. You're going to love it. Lots more writing in here. <laughs> I'm going to love it, You're am gonna I? You're going to love it. I'm going to love it. Yeah, you know who else loves it? Your mum. Yeah, I'm going to read this to Merle. Wonderful. <laughs> Merle will love that. <laughs> I read the diary, Joe. Come read and read the diary, Joe. Right? <laughs> read, read me a bedtime story. <laughs> Let me get some popcorn while you read me the diary. <laughs> when was that guy Pierce born? <laughs> uh, would you drive down? Uh, no, I'd walk. Uh, you sure? I might drive. Would you, would you, okay, cool. Well, there's a good segue. Oh, is it now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't pick up on it. No, you didn't. Um, speaking Mine. of segues. Speak, well, hang on. <laughs> when the fuck did they put an island at the bottom of South Oh, Road? that's only just happened in the last few weeks. Yeah, I know. I went yeah. down South Road and went, what the um, deuce is happening You've got to look a little bit more when you reverse out of mum and dad's driveway now. Oh, Not that it's actually do. in the way, but if you went a little bit off your normal line. If you were going up South Road. Mm. You'd have to be a bit more wary. I think. Well, it's obviously been put in because piss off Ivan. For, for people that have <laughs> piss off Ivan. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Ivan's beaten someone at the golf. So club. when they were doing this initially, yes. they had witches hats out there and where everything was going because mm. they were obviously doing a bit of stuff on the road. The witches hats were out. <laughs> Ivan had a couple of sh- shandies well, and went down and stole the witches hats. <laughs> no, they He's did. dancing <laughs> on <laughs> South Road wearing the hat. <laughs> I'm one of the pet shop boys. <laughs> I don't even know if Dad would know who the Pet Shop Boys were. Oh, he just went west. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what happens is they put all these witches' hats out. Yes. And you couldn't actually reverse out the driveway. Oh. So we went and readjusted them all and <laughs> put them in the pattern that have worked for him. <laughs> I love it. Um, but Segways. what it will do, though, is mm. that for those, I mean, as you would remember, mm. um, people, when it's a little bit wet, they do tend to come around that corner a little bit more quickly. Oh, don't they ever. Because you can do a little bit of spinnies on the wheels and Give a bit a of slidey action. Yep. Um, Which they won't be able to do it now. No. So one of two things is going to happen. Either it's going to stop people doing that because mm. they'll damage their vehicle, or they're going to forget the island's there. Yes. <laughs> and just go straight through it. But it's been set up so that people on, say, the uh, mobility scooters, that kind of stuff, mm. um, can now go from the footpath down off the gutter without having to kind of do a, a mono and bounce over. <laughs> okay. Because you've got a little, what would you call it, like a little driveway yep. coming off the gutter to go through that mm. where the island is and then to the other side. So Perfect. they're crossing a, a main area with a lot of traffic with people going sideways. Mm. Mm. So, look, good on them. But okay. I, I reckon those little signs, all those... They're not a sign. What, mm. would you, what would you call it? Those little safety sign things, a bit of metallic stuff in the island, whatever it is. Yes. I reckon that's going to get knocked over a few oh, times. I tell you what. And not by Dad on the piss either. No. I tell you what, for them, I'm glad that we're in our mid-40s, late 40s, because I can tell you there would have been a, a ratchet <laughs> screwdriver and a bloody <laughs> shifter out there at two in the morning after a couple of shards. <laughs> And I reckon that would have, been, would have been taken down or turned around. What about a bedroom full of stuff? <laughs> you would have had just so many keep left signs <laughs> as they replaced it every week. And it would have been, someone keeps stealing this sign. Just so, um, could walk in and be that Captain America moment. You say, on your left. On your left. <laughs> on your left. Anyway. Hmm. Subtle segue there before, Joe. Well played. Didn't even see that coming. No. At all. Like a cork in the ocean. I discovered something on the weekend. <laughs> um, Take some penicillin, you'll be fine. <laughs> it wasn't a rash. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, segue. I mentioned a segue to someone. Hmm. And 
The said, mode of transportation. Yeah, and he said, do you know the Segway story? I said, what's the Segway story? He said, you've never heard the Segway story. <laughs> I said, no, I've never heard the Segway story. All right. And he said, you know what? I'll tell you the Segway story. Excellent. So there's a man that actually bought Segway. So obviously someone invented Segway, mm-hmm. um, which those people know. It's like a little two-wheeled disc that you stand on with tall handlebars. You lean you forward, of, lean back. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I've never actually been on a Segway. Have you been on a Segway? Mm-mm. It always looked a bit unsturdy to me. But then you see people scooting around in them and they fly. At a great clip. And you can get four-wheel drive Segways where you can actually do yeah. adventure. Well, uh, I know down um, Hollybank near Launceston in Tassie. Yeah. Um, they've got them down there. And people will scoot around on them. And they do look like a lot of fun. Yeah, I've I just can admit. see a broken bone. It looks that way, but they can't be too difficult, though, honestly. because Tensioners go on them. Yeah. And they break bones easy. Very, and they don't yeah. heal up quick You only need to walk up. You just need to flick someone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done a rear bore. One axe to the back of the head and they are fucked. Yeah. Um, it's like, shit, I thought they were a chicken. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Your wife isn't called Perry Perry. <laughs> shit, my bad. <laughs> Mary Mary. So, hmm. um, Segway was invented. And this guy came along and he loved Segways. Hmm. He had a multi-millionaire. Loved right. him. I thought, this is fantastic. Um. So we bought Segway. The company. Bought the whole thing. Liked it so much, he bought the company. Yeah, so um, the guy's name was... Segway, dun, 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 uh, Jimmy Hesselden. Oh, right, yes. He's a businessman. He, he got a lot of other, I suppose, uh, projects off, and he made a lot of money, and he'd done mm-hmm. pretty well in life. Yep. And he saw these Segways and loved them. I thought, this is the best thing ever. Mm. I'm going to make these things fucking huge. Oh, okay. They're going to take over the world. I want Segways. I'm just going to put them out there everywhere. I'm going to make more money than God. Yeah. Um. And I'm just going to point out, I mean, how many people do you know that has a Segway? All up? Yeah. Or, all just, up. or just in Tassie? Even, no, all up, but even people maybe that you aren't closely associated with. How like many Facebook people, acquaintances? Yeah. Add them into there too, you know, maybe f- friends and family as well. How many people do you reckon you know? Just calculate off top of your head. Uh, just this, and then there's that. Yeah. Uh, How no, many? None. None. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, yes. the same figure for me. Really? Yeah, none. I don't know anyone Not that has one? a Segway. Do you know anyone who's actually been on a Segway? I know people that have been on like the full drivey ones. Right. Okay. That's yeah. more than I do. Yeah. Um, apparently, because they give you a training first. One would like hope do a so. bit of a training first before you do it. Um, unfortunately, I wish they'd do that with people who come into the country and drive a car around mm. when they're on a tourist visa. But Perfect. anyway, that's a different topic. Different topic. Segways, though, they're dangerous. Perfect. So you want to make sure you have a go. So you know people falling off. No. You know, WHS these days, the last thing you want to be is a tour operator. Correct. Is come around and find them. Especially off segways, left, right, and center. Especially in COVID. <laughs> especially in COVID. So this guy said, you know what? Going to send Segway to the world. It's going to be amazing. Mm. Um, he didn't. Didn't he? Because unfortunately, he fell off a cliff. Please tell me he was on a Segway. While riding his Segway. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, what the Watch hell? Watch out for the cliff. What the hell? Just jump off. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, don't be a hero, so don't be a fool with He's your cruising life. along on his Segway, loving no. it, loving the Segway. Yep. And there was someone coming along walking their dog. Yes. Uh, and apparently old Jimmy was a bit of a gentleman. He was apparently a gentleman nice Jim, guy. Gentleman Jim, they called him. Gentleman Jim. Gentleman James. Gentleman James. Yeah. Yep. So he was a nice guy. On your um, left. <laughs> and he's basically um, seen this guy coming down, said, okay, I'll give this guy a bit more room with his dog. I'll move over. He's reversed back a little bit. Apparently lost control slightly. Oh, shit. And has fallen 42 feet. Oh, to his death. <laughs> and he was deaded. Impaled by a Segway pole? It actually wasn't. Oh. Strangely enough, if you fall 42 feet, mm. you don't need to impale yourself. Don't you now? No, it, it's enough. <laughs> the Segway landed and finished him off. <laughs> it's enough. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I just found it. Um, I just find it like the businessman had led a British takeover of the US based Segway company, which makes and distributes an, a distinctive two wheeled self balancing scooter. Yes. It doesn't self balance that well, though. That's a problem. Well, no, it's, it's like a fucking cat. The Segway landed <laughs> right side up. After 42 feet, it landed the right <laughs> the way The Segway up. was fine. <laughs> the Segway was fine. Segway succeeded. It was ready to roll. Yeah, so um, the dog walker, Mr. Christie. 
<laughs> um, said that he saw the businessman move a short distance backwards in a reversing mode. He assumed a mate let him get past, which Perfect. is really nice. Then he said, <laughs> he Mr. released his great Dane. Yeah, then and he said, sick of Rick. <laughs> then he said, uh, Mr. Hesselton appeared to wobble a bit and then went out of view. <laughs> <laughs> Australia, this is you. Do, 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 do. Uh, so, I mean, if he didn't die, it'd be funny. So they actually said, the coroner said, I think it's probable. I think typical of Jimmy and the type of man he was, he held back and waited as an act of courtesy to allow Mr. Christie more room. And in doing so, his attempt to reverse the segue back, as a result, got into a little bit of difficulty. Death by segue. Now, here's the thing. Mm. What people don't, not, people don't realize, that people would do anything for a bit of money. Wouldn't they? The wife is still alive. Is she now? How do we know that Mr. Christie wasn't given a little bit of segue stick to the missus? And as they're walking along, timed it to walk the dog Mm. and walked up and said, Hey, Jim, (laughs) fucking your wife. Push. (laughs) And there goes Jim, the gentleman. Gentleman Jim. Apparently moved over to let him go past with his dog. And one would imagine that gentleman James or gentleman Jim, look, I'm not saying he was probably going to compete at the Worlds but probably was quite proficient in the use of a Segway. You'd think so. He owned the fucking company. He was um, he was worth £166 million. Pound. Oh, shit, son. So, so that's probably about, what, 300 mil Australian? Yeah. And a very rough calculation. Very rough. I tell you what, Mrs. Segway's doing all right for herself, mm. isn't she? Her and her dog walking, mate. <laughs> so, and so the inquest, because there was an inquest. You've got to have an inquest when someone dies. Did they dies. check whether or not the Segway brakes have been well, cut? They, <laughs> they said that Mr. Hesselton's wife, Julie, Oh, there's a criminal name if ever I've heard of it. It's like the the British Karen. It just is. Yep. Um, Last saw her husband earlier that morning when he said he was going out to feed his fish. I mean, it just sounds like a... Euphemism? uh, (laughs) Really? I'm off to feed the fish, but he really went on the Segway. Maybe Gentleman Jim was having a bit of a dalliance. I I really do think there's a lot more going on. But you know what? Who am I to say? Because mm. I didn't know him personally. But I'm just willing to open the book a little bit wider mm. and read what's between the pages, Joe. <laughs> that's uh, that's this week's segue story. Bloody hell. Now, mm. we know that we are now under the reign or the regime of um, Joe Biden. He defeated uh, the incumbent president, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, and before he became the ex-president of the United States, POTUS, Donald Trump had a bit of a spat with the good people at Twitter. Okay. and I do remember this. Yeah. Wasn't Don, pleased on being shut down a little bit. Wasn't pleased on being mm. shut down. And I'm thinking, well, okay, fair enough. But apparently now, Donald Trump is suing Twitter. Oh, fuck. To get his account back. And apparently they are breaching the the amendment. I think it's his first amendment, the freedom of speech. Um, and that's what he's hanging his hat on, saying Twitter are breach. Now, look. But wasn't there, wasn't there an additive on that, though, that um, he was using it to basically incite violence? Incite or, rights. Yes, which then kind of, I, I get we have the freedom of speech, mm. but you also can't create tyranny using that. Yeah, but once again, look, and I'm sure there are going to be more than two sides to this argument. Oh, no, especially in America. Correct. <laughs> but I figure the good people at Twitter own a product. It's it's not a soapbox on the corner. They're just saying, here's our product. Yeah, and it's, it's not government-owned. No. It's a it's private a, entity. It's fucking, it's for money. Those people are out there to make cash. Yep. And they've got a product and they're like, you know what, we don't think we want you using our product. We don't want your ramblings associated with our brand. Because it's always going to be Donald Trump said on Twitter or Joe Mather said on Twitter. Yep. I'm thinking they just go, you know what? We just don't want you there. It's no different to own a business. If someone comes into the business, you know what? I don't like you. I don't want you associated with our business. I don't want to serve you. You're not allowed to come into our business anymore. This is a private enterprise, private property. I own this building. Um, You're banned. But I hear that point of argument and that's probably the side of the fence I fall on. But let's say you're down south in the Americas. Oh, not not on the road. No. Not, not you're, south you're road. In Alabama. <laughs> in Alabama. 
Do you reckon they've got a South Road? They would have, wouldn't they? Oh, South, South Road. <laughs> South Road boys. I tell you what, we the, the South, South Road boys. The, the boys down on South Road. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're good old boys. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we got both kind of music down here. We got country and western. <laughs> Y'all. But imagine this. Look, you find yourself in the South and you've decided you, you want to make new friends. Yeah. And you don't know where to go. And you see on the notice board at the local Walmart meeting tonight. All welcome. Right. And you rock up. Nice. And you rock up. Good community gathering. Exactly. And you rock up. And then you realise it's a meeting of the Ku Klux Klan. And you go. Don't they give you the sheets? Don't they ever? They they always give you the sheets when you turn up. Exactly. (laughs) And you go, you know what? That's probably not a brand I want to be associated with. But one of them's wearing a Mariah Carey t-shirt. <laughs> what? What, over the top of the... Yeah. The, okay, right. Does Mariah Carey have any right to say, no, you can't buy my t-shirt because you're a member of the clan? Um, or once you put a product out there that's in the free market, do you f- relinquish the right to say <laughs> who can and can't use that product? Oh, it's tough, isn't it? But, know, but okay, you can't necessarily control someone wearing a T-shirt or not because it's already done. Mm. So you can't, you're not going to follow someone around and say, sorry, mate, you tried to put that shirt on again. You can't do it. Yeah. You, you can because go of your burn poli- your crosses over there and wear your lovely pale white, Yes, but you can't wear Mariah. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Whereas Twitter's a bit easier. I can just flick a switch. And you're no longer able to use it. And you're not able to use it. But if you're wearing your clan outfit and your Mariah Carey T-shirt, are you allowed back in the Walmart? Or can they say, no? I would say no. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, I'm not falling either way on this. I'm just trying to go, is there's, there... A, there's no sword you're falling on? No. Is there another argument that I can kind of get behind and go, you know what, Twitter, you, your product's out there. I suppose they've got acceptable standards. And maybe mm. they they deemed that he breached those standards. It's not just Trump, though. I mean, how he's often not the people, only person that's been how banned often from people Twitter. get banned or barred, or they have a mm. a twenty four hour ban and so forth. And I mean, um, we won't get into this because I don't know any details that I've done. Not even a South Road Boys amount of research. Less than. Uh, but there's been a high court ruling with Facebook recently, mm. in which I believe it means that um, if someone comments on your page, yes. The person you who posts that, pa- that post yes. is actually responsible, even though you don't make the comment. So the page owner is responsible for the... Yeah, so what they're doing now is on a lot of scenarios is they're actually taking comments off. So they're mm. not allowing comments on a post. Yes. Which then, of course, because this has happened on quite a few government Facebook pages in the last week or so, mm-hmm. uh, then when they first put up saying that, um, just so everyone is aware, due to this high court ruling, there'll be some posts that we put up where we will not allow comments. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, of course, said... You don't like what we're saying, so this is another way for you to control the message. Ah, uh, of course. It's like, no. No, we just- You people have actually fucked this up. Correct. We're not going to be responsible for your ravings. Yeah, so if you hadn't been so fucking idiotic to begin with, we wouldn't need to stop it because the court has said this is fucked. And we are going to all the trouble to hire a mediator to filter every comment. Yep. Can I say, though- mm, you can. I, I do like looking at a few of the comments on bits and pieces because oh, it's just fuck, they funny. are gold. But it's nice, though, when you go to, say, a news headline or an informative government post that's giving you information on something, whether Anything. it be COVID, whether it be floods, weather, whether it be fruit whatever. Fruit fly. Fruit fly, whether it be serial chicken killers. No shit. Um, where there isn't any comments. Don't be mate. <laughs> where there isn't any comments. <laughs> crime stoppers. Crime stoppers. <laughs> where there isn't any comments and you actually don't have all the bullshit. Yeah. It's actually kind of nice. But the thing is, though, mate, you don't actually need to read the bullshit if you don't want to. True. But it is, it really it's is. It's a car crash, it's, it, Isn't it just? Yep. It's, it's like, just because it's there. Read me. Read, read me. me. Yeah. I imagine that I'd show up on Crime Stoppers. My mate's killed a chicken. Chicken killer on the loose. And everyone's like, mate. fucking seriously, mate, you putting that on here? I'll be like, it's his second chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair call. No, I don't think I make a watch list until I hit three. Right, <laughs> give it time. Yeah, and I'm not taking any pleasure out of it at all. Well, roadies, that has been it for this week. Thank you very much. Um, oh, and if you're listening to this and for whatever reason, well, obviously you're not listening to it on Spotify, 
there's some sort of shenanigans that may yeah. or may not be going on that means our live feed is stopped. They've trumped us. They've trumped us. They've blocked us on yeah. Spotify, and I don't know why. It's now called Spot DeFi. Exactly. <laughs> so we don't know why uh, this is not either. Or if you're listening on Spotify, it's not an issue. Hopefully it's fixed by now. Um, exactly. Hopefully it's fixed by now. But if you are listening to this, you're obviously listening through another device, which means it's probably not affecting you at all anyway. True. And also you can listen to us on Facebook now. Go to our Facebook page. Yeah, fucking- They're all there now. You can listen to it right on Facebook. Like right on Facebook. Yep. Or you can listen to it via our website. You can listen to it on Stitcher. You know what? If you think an episode's funny, iTunes. you can even share it. Bloody oath, you can. Fuck, you can even comment on it. We won't stop comments. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. You can't sue us. We're not rich. I tell you what. Oh, you're going to get us half a chicken. <laughs> if the content of the podcast is not enough to get us sued, then your comments really are going to struggle. <laughs> you just try harder. Exactly. Mm. Anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. Bagark! <laughs>